Chefs of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And I'm wearing an Eagles jersey. Yeah. Yeah. But actually. He's also yelling. I am yelling. That hurts. I'm so sorry, listeners. But welcome to episode 15, where we're going to talk about the big topic of the importance of the Life is Strange series. Uh, what we think of it, why it's important to us, and why it's important for the gaming community in general. Um, Liz, you're going to have a lot of editing to do because I am the clipping king. You clipped at saying I. That hurt. Woohoo! And this is why I'm waiting till we get home from all of our errands to do it. Yeah. Instead of going out and my errands pissing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so Liz, as yeah. I ask every single week, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I don't really have an anecdote for that one today. Oh, rats bananas. Um, we had a good youth group last night. We did. We had a very good youth group last night. It was very successful, very hype. So hype that neither of us slept. Yeah. My not sleeping might have had to been to, had to do with the fact that I had a coffee and then two <laughs> lattes. Yeah. Um, We went to Dunkin' yesterday after church, and I'm like, oh, let's get a latte so that we can stay awake for youth group. And I ordered a hot latte, but the guy made a iced latte so then he had to remake it as a hot latte and then he's like i already made this do you want it i'm just like and in my social anxiety confusion instead of just saying oh no one of you have it i was just yeah. like uh sure and so me and adam were stuck with this third latte and we were supposed to split it but somehow i ended up being the one that drank all of it and then i didn't go to sleep till like 12 30 yeah 12 45 but it's just a really good youth group uh ever since i started in youth ministry we've tripled the size it's mm -hmm. it's not about the numbers it's really not like uh but it just gets really exciting when like more and more youth come it's awesome so we're good because of that yeah um but this week we are going to be skipping our table talk topics it's like oh, oh no you know oh yeah it seems like people love us <laughs> well i mean people haven't said they hate it so that's true boom <laughs> but uh, the all the only reason why we're gonna skip table talk topics this week is because we I, I feel like me and you have so much to say about the Life is Strange series mm -hmm. uh, that we're we're gonna need more time just to talk about that alone. So we're just gonna jump straight into the top three gaming news of the week. This has been kind of a crazy week. You know, th there's been uh, a lot of news coming out. The Tokyo Game Show was just passed. Uh, none of our top three has anything to do with the Tokyo Game Show. But uh, there's been a lot going on in the gaming industry this week. Yeah, just in this one week. Um, firstly, uh, I feel like as I said in this week or maybe last week, what is our dog doing? He's chewing on his ankle. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he just always gets in trouble, so I don't even know anymore. But He's been naughty lately. He has been. Uh, but yeah, so uh, first things first. Uh, Sony announced the release of their own PlayStation Classic. So much like the NES and the SNES Classics when they mm -hmm. came out, uh, they released theirs. It's a tiny system. Uh, it, it comes with two controllers. It, it's complete with two controllers. And it comes with 20 games. And they announced uh, five of them, which will be Final Fantasy VII, which is a banger. Uh, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type 4. Tekken 3, Wild Arms. The only weird thing is that it doesn't come with an AC adapter. But it's powered with a micro USB cable. So like your, your phone charger almost. 
Which What's an AC adapter? I don't remember. No, it's like, it's like the power source. Oh. Yeah. So. So it doesn't come with that. It does not come with the okay. power source. But what's the charging cable for? N no, to like get it power. Yeah. Okay, so then why do you care if there's an AC adapter? No, it's just weird that they don't include it. You know, like. But do you need it? To power up the system, yes. Well, I thought you just said that the. No, it's not the charges to power the system up. Okay, that's like, what I was asking. No, it's like the power supply. Okay, so what's the other cable that they are providing for? Uh, nothing. It, they have an HDMI cable to plug into your TV. Oh, okay. That's what I was. That's what I was asking. Okay, it's the morning, people. So, uh, we're still waking up. It's all good, but no, like it doesn't come with a power source. That's stupid. It is stupid. But like I said, it's powered by a micro USB cable, so much like your phone charger. Yeah. Which is, but it's still stupid. Like I don't know why you want to include that. Like yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like it does that. Bring what system doesn't include? Yeah. The power source. Like, that doesn't make sense. The 3DS also didn't come out with a power source, which was also stupid. I mean, a charging cable, but that that's stupid. I don't know why. Stupid. I mean, um, unless if you're going on the universal route. Yeah. Like, Android phones, like, because a lot of things are powered that way now. Yeah. They all have the same cable. Like, what's one of the things that we have? Like, our um, controllers. Yeah. We can charge with our charger. With exactly. Our chargers. So, I mean, if you're going that way, that's fine, but, like... Yeah, I have the we have the same charging cable for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's, like, for a gaming system, you expect it to have a power source. Whereas, yeah. for, like, a handheld gaming system, okay, I can accept that, mm -hmm. but, like, for a whole system that sits at your TV and gets plugged into the TV, like, you kind of expect it to have a power cord with it. You would think. You'd think. Um, but that's not the question... That I'm most running about. I mean, that is a question, mm -hmm. but uh, two questions pop into my head. Um, first of all, will Xbox make one? Because and now, now here's the thing. Uh, I I'm not stupid. I understand that. I don't think Xbox will make one because mm -hmm. of the power of backwards compatibility. Yeah. Whereas yeah. PlayStation doesn't really have that. No, like they they have PlayStation now. But doesn't really. It's not and really like. And they do like, a lot of remasters mm -hmm. for their new. Like I've been a, I've been playing a lot of PS3, PS3 games, games yeah. on my PS4 because they remastered. You them all just beat Heavy Rain, by the way. I did, yeah. and my guess was right. Yeah. And you made me question myself. Well, I I think you guessed it because the whole time you're playing, I'm like, wait for the twist, wait for the twist. Yeah, and I was like, I was trying to get the least <clears throat> expected person. I'm just like, all right, well, Blake is too evil. Well, that's not spoiler for anybody who didn't play it yet. It's from the PS3. Yeah, but you just played it, didn't you? I just got a, P a PlayStation. People who still haven't played I'm it. Just saying, we yeah. talked about. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, but uh, the twist is really wild. But I did kind of spoil it because I hyped it up too much. Yeah, so I was trying to expect the least likely person. Yeah. So. Uh, but the so going back to the yeah. PlayStation <laughs> Classic. Um, I don't think Xbox will make one uh, no. for a couple of reasons. One, because uh, they have backwards compatibility. If anything, they would do it for the money or just for like the yeah. Like, I don't think they really it's care. It's more for like the memories 
like yeah. if they wanted to do something to help their gamers like be like oh yeah when i was a kid because honestly if they got that if they were if they had announced that instead of playstation that would be your third gift for christmas yeah. and i'd be done with you for christmas no i i would legitimately want an xbox classic because i would have the same feels as everybody else with this because i yeah. I, I played video games in the nes era but I really got into yeah. video games yeah. with the original Xbox. And you didn't grow up with a PlayStation. Like, you used your friends' PlayStations, but yeah. you never had one, so you don't have those memories of coming home from school and playing yeah. or waiting for a game to come out. Or those memories like are on the Xbox. Exactly. When I when I had the original. Exactly. So if they made a tiny Xbox with Mech Assault, um, Jet Set Radio Future on it, that would be awesome. But mm-hmm. because they're focusing not only on backwards compatibility with 360 but mm-hmm. with original xbox yeah and are upraising them to 4k yeah well not upraising to 4k but uh you get you get what i mean they're upraising it on your xbox one that i don't really think that they want to i don't think they care i don't think that's the kind of um resources they want to put their money into yeah uh but the next question that comes in so concluding i don't think xbox will come out with one i don't think there's a chance yeah um if nintendo and playstation came out with a handheld system and xbox didn't Xbox isn't going to follow this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other question is, are we tired of these systems yet? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, like when the NES thing came out, I, I remember thinking like, oh, man, that's really cool. And wasn't it also 100 It was like 100 It was at a weirdly expensive price. Like it was just it was like at, 80 It was just at that line where you're like, is it worth it? Because I yeah. know I bought your... What did I get you? The Genesis oh, version? Yeah. I got you the little Genesis for like hookup for like $35 Yeah, from Bed Bath & Beyond. Exactly. But, and it works just fine. And when you want to play an old game like those, you can get them. And you what can play. It's, Adam needs to update his Norton security subscription. For who? I don't need to because I use something else. <laughs> Um, but like you can use it just fine. You can hook up your old Genesis or my old Genesis games to it if we ever get them back from my dad. Yeah. Um, but you can hook and it works just fine. It was only thirty five bucks. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't know, they're going with this. Well, like I the the thing I'm trying to ask with this question is that like these things are nice. These these things are like cool to like re replay, but like I feel like they're not worth a hundred bucks. It's not even just the what it's worth it's actually yeah it is because like we've we've lived this era you know mm-hmm. i i had good memories with the nes even if the if it, even if xbox came out with this and that's like my child like my childhood memories yeah um would you pay a hundred dollars for it and that's the thing it's just like i love mech assaults i love jet mm-hmm. set radio but it's it's like uh i do i really want to relive it that's what i mean where it's a good christmas present yeah it's not something that you're going to go out and buy yourself, but mm-hmm. it's something that, like, your wife or your mom or something is going to pass yeah. in the store and be like, you know, he really likes that. Yeah. I'm looking for another thing to give him. Yeah. it's not. I should get that for him. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, if they had an Xbox High One, demand. I know you wouldn't buy it, and I would get it for you for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what I would love is remasters of these things because like reliving, like the Resident Evil 2 remaster, mm-hmm. like, that's <clears throat> that looks bananas. Um. But I, I remember thinking when I played the Halo Master Chief Collection and I was just replaying Halo 2's campaign mm-hmm. and some of the things were like redone, remade, like um, the Hive mi- or the Grave Mind. Uh, it looks so cool. You know, I want to relive it in that way where it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. it looks better than ever. Rather than 
playing the game I played 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. I, I just feel like, aren't we done with, with that era? Can we just move on? But at the same time, I still think there's a market for it. I still think there's a market for retro gaming. Yeah. But not as much as Nintendo and Sony makes it out to be. Yeah. And I think Xbox understands that, and that's why they'll never make one. Mm -hmm. That's why they're doing backwards compatibility, so that if you still have these games and you got rid of your Xbox long ago or it broke... You can play them. You can still play them. Yeah. But uh, little side notes. So, and then I'll move on. Very tiny side note. Uh, my mom, whenever I got a new system, she would always give my old system away. I was so mad about this. Like I've heard this story a thousand, almost every Christmas, actually, I well, hear this story. Well, here's the thing. This is before I knew about backwards compatibility. So when I got the 360 in 2006, uh, she gave my original Xbox without asking me, even though I should have seen it coming. Because she asked you to bring it, to, bring it with you? Well, I was a stupid child. But she you wrapped up my... <laughs> she wrapped up my xbox and she gave it to my uncle and i was like whoa 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 what like and without asking me and just to spite her i gave all of my original xbox games to a bunch of college guys like hey you play it i don't want my uncle having a you play it and then microsoft say, says like hey by the way backwards compatibility and I just dropped my jaw. I was like, oh, my That's okay. God. We're just slowly recollecting them. Yeah. But but that's the thing. Uh, they're focusing more on backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Rather, backwards compatibility that up-reses to your 4K TV yeah. than focusing on making a tiny console. The only thing is that, like, I feel like, at least with you, when we have kids you would want to play those original games on your original Xbox with yes, your kid, like saying, like, this is what I want mm-hmm. to that, do with my kids, you know? I do. Like, I want I want my original Xbox You want back. yours. You don't want any other original Xbox. No. You want yours. I want mine So back. the only way I can get you an original Xbox is if I ask your uncle for it back, yeah. if he even has it. <clears throat> uncle Frank, I want my Xbox back. Uh, moving on. By the way, he did marry us. I should have been like, hey, as a wedding gift, give me my Xbox back. He probably threw it out, honey. Give me my Xbox. He's moved so many times. I'm sure he He almost out. wanted me to trade my Xbox 360 to him. I was like, no. No. Get your own. You're a grown man. Anyways, so moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Telltale Games shuts down. Um, wow, I really transferred into that. I was like, moving on. Telltale Games. Screw them. But yeah this is shocking uh, so telltale games the studios shuts mm-hmm. down out of out of nowhere in the middle of uh, making things in the middle of making not only the walking dead but uh, wolf among us too mm-hmm. they just struck a deal with netflix to make a stranger things game so with a brand new engine yeah and then out of nowhere nobody saw this coming just people from there from from telltale tweeting out saying that like Oh, hey, I need a new job. Oh, I'm out of a job. And we're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Telltale puts out a statement. Uh, the voice actress for Clementine on Walking Dead says, even I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, th- we know that there's 25 people still left at Telltale, supposedly fish- finishing out Walking Dead, but we don't know exactly. So it's yeah. just... It's just random. It's just so weird. Um, not only that, but the employees were let go without severance like that's brutal yeah. 
like that means you're really out of funds that like you're broke that you won't even give him severance that's yeah. bullcrap like what happened like and that's why like as i was writing this down I almost didn't want to say this in the gaming news because even I didn't know all the facts. Mm -hmm. And as I'm looking at all the articles, watching some videos, everybody's kind of taken aback from yeah. this. The only thing I can say is that like um, back in June, uh, the former CEO, Kevin Bruner, uh, he sued Telltale, Telltale for his push out. Like he was the former CEO. And I believe back in November, they pushed him off from CEO, but still kept him on the boards. And then later on, they pushed him out of the boards. They pushed him out of his company. And so he came mm. back in June to sue them. I don't know. So maybe he won. Maybe he won, I guess. The other, the other or they had to buy him out so they didn't go to trial. I watch a lot of law shows. So <laughs> I know these things. So I don't know anything about that. And the other part is that they keep buying out different IPs. They bought out Batman. Um, I think they bought the the rights for Stranger Things. Like they bought these IPs to make games for, mm -hmm. and maybe they just didn't have enough money. It was just, it's so very odd. It was so sudden and odd, and I so yeah, maybe they just settled with the guy and they had to buy him out, and yeah, they uh, lost all their money. It's just really weird. Like, like uh, I was never really a huge fan of Telltale. But I don't want to ever see people like lose their job. Mm -hmm. But that's the other part is that <clears throat> maybe not enough people were buying these games. But yeah. <clears throat> but what I do think is nice is that other yeah. companies are putting on Twitter, po like trying to connect with their friends at Telltale and say, yeah. hey, we have openings. Like these people, even though they're not getting severance, the gaming community is really coming around them and saying, yeah. hey, you have a job here if you want one. Yeah. Like, we have open spaces. Just apply and you're good. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know, that that's that was tells you about the gaming community is that, that we look out for each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you know anybody at Telltale, you know some jobs. Uh, I can't remember the hashtag, but um, it can go on Twitter everywhere. You'll, yeah, you'll see the hashtag. Yeah. Um, but it's just so odd. And I, I just hope for the best for these employees, especially without severance. They have families, too. Yeah, and that means like if they do get another job at other studios, <coughs> they potentially will have to move. Yeah. Far. My goodness. It's still a job, but still. Yeah, dang. it's just it's just unfortunate <clears throat> to sudden like and all of a sudden, like suddenly just lose your job, be like, all right, we'll go find another one. Yeah. Bye. It's it's absolutely crazy. I mean that's what EA does, but this isn't EA. This is Telltale. But if but if that's something that EA does on a regular basis, then yeah. the people who work there know to be ready for it. Exactly. You know? That's true. Uh last bit of news that we have, the number three is that so I'm on the fence about this, but it is, it looks pretty legitimate that Elder, the name for Elder Scrolls Six, uh, possibly quote unquote leaked. Uh, yeah, it's supposedly as Redfall, which which kind of ties into. You're taking a picture of our dog, aren't you? Yes, I am. Is he, he looks cute. He's sleeping right over your shoulder. It, if if he knew how many pictures of of him were on our phones sleeping just legitimately he sleeping would be creeped out. yeah ah the flash well your face is really dark oh uh, yeah true but anyways so that's actually a really cute picture oh my goodness that's a good profile picture wow oh. i'm gonna put that on the video if you want to see the picture i just took watch the video <laughs> Um, so Elder Scrolls 6, uh, supposedly leaked as Redfall, uh, and this kind of ties into where it's going to be said because everybody 
uh, in in the community is pretty much set that this is going to be set into Hammerfell, mm-hmm. uh, and this has to do with an event that has to um, with with the Red Guards in Hammerfell. So it kind of ties in, but what makes it legitimate is that Zenimax trademarked the name Redfall uh, under the same lawyer and K Ford. So there is a lot of legitimacy to do with this. I don't know much more to say about it rather yeah. than uh, it doesn't roll off the tongue like Skyrim does. But eventually, if they market it well, I think Redfall does. Redfall, like, have you played Redfall yet? Exactly. Like Skyrim. <laughs> do you think it will be as big as Skyrim? <sighs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I remember when Skyrim came out, everyone wanted. I remember, mm. I wasn't a gamer yet, but we were. We had just started. That came out year one or year two of us dating. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went to Black Friday with your mom and your mom, you and your mom for the first time. No, that must have been year two or three because you went to Virginia the first couple times for first couple of years we were dating. Yeah. So we had gone to Black Friday. I remember when it came out. I didn't. I thought for some reason that was a game you didn't want. Uh, Skyrim. Well, yeah. it was a it was a game I was skeptical. Skeptical. Yeah. So maybe I was thinking you didn't want it, but I remember your mom got it for you for Christmas at Black Friday, and yeah. I remember like everyone wanted it. Like I remember it was on display shelves at Black Friday. Like it was a yeah. big deal. And I know Redfall's gonna be a big deal mm-hmm. because you guys have been waiting for it forever. Like this was when for... this was when I this came out when I was in high school. So it's yeah. been a long time. Skyrim came out at. When it when it reaches November, it will be seven years old. It will be seven. Okay, so it came out when we were dating for two years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but exactly, you guys have been waiting for this for at least seven years. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be waiting for it for at least another year. That's eight years. Oh, way more than just a year. Well, I know, but like, yeah. just, So that's what I mean. Like ten. Yeah. Ten plus years. You guys yeah. have been waiting for Redfall, so I do think it's gonna be big out of anticipation. Mm-hmm. Unless if, like, gameplay comes out right before it comes out and it's, like, terrible, which I doubt yeah. if it took them 10 years to make this game, it better not be terrible. Even I'll be pissed and I'm not even going to play it. Yeah. But I think it'll be big. It just, I think it all depends. Yeah. It depends on how much time they put into it. I feel like this is a company and this is a game that they know they can't mess up. Yeah, Because true. you guys have been waiting so long. So I feel like it'll be big just because you guys have been waiting so long. And they've learned their lessons from Fallout 4 that they don't want to make a, a crap game, you know? Exactly. So I have high hopes for it, especially since Starfield is coming out before it, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think what we'll see from Starfield is what we'll see in Elder Scrolls 6. Like the quality? Like the quality. Mm-hmm. Like if it's going to be a new game engine, if there's no longer going to be using the creation engine. Yeah. Which that you don't know it could be on a completely different system at that point oh Actually, it will be we're pretty sure we know yeah i mean we were just talking about this before the podcast started that uh with these rumors coming out like the next generation coming out mm-hmm. like within the next year or two it just feels like this generation of gaming just passed by way too quick mm-hmm. it, it's been five years since this generation started so by the time it leaves it'll be seven but it just feels like I don't know. It, it feels like it passed by way too shortly. Yeah. I don't know. But that's just our opinion. You know, mm-hmm. tweeted us at Gaming Groceries. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does it with our gaming news. Uh, we have plenty of time to talk about. That was only half the podcast because we skipped Table Talk Shopping. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I feel like 
me and you have so much to talk about this topic. So before I yeah. introduce this, uh, here at Gaming Grocers, if this is your first time listening to us, uh, we don't only just present the gaming news. We like to ask questions. We like to bring gaming into the real world. We- just kind of talking about big topics and just kind of like yeah, talking about how it relates in our life and mm-hmm. our opinions. Really, you're just tuning in to listen to our opinions. So. Pretty much. I mean, the name Games and Groceries is just about, like, we buy groceries, but we also play games. Yeah. We're adults who game, and that's part of our life. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious, because the other day my sister oh, yeah. wrote a Facebook thing saying, because there was an article saying that Fallout, or Fortnite was, like, the cause of, like... Over 200 divorces. Yeah. Like oh, over, gaming news number four. Yeah. <laughs> but. Over a bunch of divorces and things. And yeah. she said... While I hate to defend video games, I was like, get up. I didn't even read the rest of what she said just because I'm just like, why? Like, one, I know your husband has an Xbox, so your husband plays video games. Yeah. I'm just like, calm down, get off your high horse. Nothing is wrong with video games. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Like, her daughter has Harry Potter diaper covers, cloth diaper covers. What? But you know she hates to to defend video games. She bought Harry Potter. Yes, for her daughter who's not allowed to watch Harry Potter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's yep. what's. Yep. Let's not talk about that. No one, needs, no one wants to hear me go on that rant. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm <laughs> learning more and more about you, like through a podcast, and I want to like learn more about this. But then it's off topic. Maybe one day we'll just like go into the groceries part and just talk about our life. Pretty I much. think one day we should start a vlog because I really do think we're extremely entertaining in our regular day lives. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're very cute. Oh, yeah. We're uh, told that often. Yeah. <laughs> Way to sound pretentious. <laughs> like, we're told often we're so We adorable. are. No, I don't even, like, I. there are things that we do that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's just us. But people are like, you guys are so cute. And I'm just mm. like, thanks. We've been like this for nine years. Boom. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what marriage is like, being cute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, let's talk about our huge topic, which is why is the Life is Strange series so important, right? Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into this, uh, uh, just a quick disclaimer. We understand that there's a lot of games like Life is oh, Strange. Yes. There's a lot of games that try to touch the audience. There's a lot of games that try to present a social issue like mm-hmm. like anxiety. We understand that. Yes. But uh, we, we really like this one. We really like Life is Strange. <laughs> Me and you together. It's one of the few games that we are, like, uh, in agreement with. Yes. And it's the game that got me into video games. Yeah. So. Honestly. Um, it's a big deal. So we just want to touch base on this particular game because while there are games that touch on certain topics, this, mm-hmm. this game touched us the most, which sounds weird. but Only when you point it out. <laughs> so uh, before we start the topic, let's just get into personally – why we like this Life is Strange series so much. Mm-hmm. And when I say the Life is Strange series, I'm talking about uh, Life is Strange, unfortunately Life is Strange Before the Storm, uh, and I'm also putting Captain Spirit into this mix. Yeah. Uh, I won't be putting Life is Strange 2 just yet because we don't know anything about it's it. not out. Next week we will be talking about Life is Strange 2. But yes, because it comes out this week. I know. You get to play it first, though. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a big week for me because I have the business meeting like the annual business meeting on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I have Life is Strange on Thursday. I'm preaching the sermon on Sunday. You do have a long week. It's a long week, but I need Life is Strange too. <laughs> but let's get into that. Uh, so, Liz, let's start with you. 
why is the Life is Strange game games like important to you? I really enjoyed I enjoyed them because they touch different topics. Like this one like the very first one they focused on like that relationship between best friends. Yeah. And then in both I'm not gonna tell them if it's Life Storm that's it's kinda on the same storyline. Yeah. But for Captain Spirit it's focused on that abusive father-son relationship Mm -hmm. like and and like you said that touched you yeah and then even this one like we know the general topics like i like that they choose different topics and like they they research them they know exactly how they are because i connected more with the first season of life is strange because it reminded me a lot of me and my best friend my best friend and i have been friends longer than we can remember we met in sunday school um in the preschool class and yeah. i think we've been best friends since like i remember the first day elena came over my house like we were so excited yeah because i called my mom from church i was like can elena come over after church and she was like sure and i'm just like grandma elena's coming over yeah i was so excited and so i really enjoy that so the connection between chloe and yeah chloe and max because yeah. it reminded me so much of that closest and i remember the choices you would make and i'm just like no that's not what best that's not what female best friends would do yeah because let's differentiate male best friends and female best friends yeah. they're two different worlds oh yes they're two very different things and you would make choices uh, and or you would tell me like why would you choose that i'm like because that's what she would do like the final choice yes like i was just like oh man this is so hard you just i'm pressed. just like Pff. i'm yeah. like that's not even a question yeah she would choose that and i think oh well let's uh, before we move on, uh, let's just put this out there. Mm-hmm. Spoilers ahead. If you have not played the Life Strange games, yes. spoilers ahead. Yes. Three, two, one. Spoilers from here on out. Yes. Okay, so final choice. So, yeah. So, the final choice of Choosing a town or... Yeah, or Chloe. And I chose that she saves Chloe because I'm like, that's what she would do. Like, they are best friends. That's how they act. They Mm -hmm. put each other... Like, Adam knows. Elena is almost even with him. Sometimes she even comes before him. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, it took Adam, like, a year into our marriage for him to realize that Elena is his second wife when she gets here. Like, and it's so funny because when Lane's here, we'll be like, oh, I love you. And Mm -hmm. Elena goes, I love you, Adam. Like, Mm -hmm. she makes him feel so awkward. And it's great. And I love her. Like, she was more excited for our wedding day than either of us were. And she's more excited for us to have kids than we are, I think. Like, this girl lives through me but like but that's why i connect so much with the first episode because it's just that pure best friendship where these two girls grew up together and even after they've had all this time apart they haven't talked they've been mad at each other yeah they're still best friends and even when chloe gets all max nerves for trashing her attitude and Mm -hmm. like not being a good friend she still loves chloe she still wants to help chloe she still saves chloe's life every day yeah you know so like that's why I love it. I just I, I love that best friendship and why I was that's also why I was kind of disappointed that the second season didn't continue the story. I know. I was so disappointed because I really really wanted that. Mm-hmm. Like when we saw Captain Spirit, I'm like maybe that's like it's like years later and it's Max's son. <laughs> it's Max's son. Or something like something like that. Like I just wanted something where we or yeah. like maybe he runs away and he meets them or like I wanted I wanted more. Yeah, with the comic series coming out, I it's not the think same. I don't like reading comics. Well, no, I I think that's 
because only because they know that they're not mm-hmm. continuing Max and Chloe. So is this kind of like the final farewell mm-hmm. and like, hey, almost like, hey, get over it. Here, here we are. I know the story's done. So it's so disappointing. It is. But yeah, that's why I connect with them because that I think that it was a good one to be first because. It didn't get into a deep topic. It was more mm. of just like two best friends trying to save each other's lives. There were some deep topics. Well, yeah, there but... were deep topics, but it wasn't the main yeah. theme. Yeah, it's more about... It was the plot, but it wasn't the theme. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it was just... Like their friendship was the main theme. Yeah, like those decisions... A lot of my decisions came extremely natural to me because yeah. it was me and Elena. Now, why didn't you connect with Before the Storm as much as you did with... Life is strange because it, you can argue that the same theme carries over to before the storm. I think I didn't connect to before the storm as much because I didn't want Chloe to leave Max behind. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't want her to be as close with mm-hmm. with Rachel as she was with Max. You wanted her to be closer with like, Max, exactly. So yeah. I didn't like I didn't do the relationship stuff. Like, and yeah, they were friends, but I didn't mm-hmm. like going extremely deep because I didn't want to forget Max. <laughs> Because you, you just connected <laughs> so well. It's like when well. you're little and you get really mad that your friend has another best friend. Yeah. I didn't want to do that to Max. But that's how you connected with it. <laughs> yes. That's why I came into it like, you know, like very universal kind of mind because I do yeah. really didn't care. Because you're not a female. Because I'm not a female. In fact, most of the things, most of my choices, you mm-hmm. had to correct me on. I was like, no, Adam, this is how you talk to her. Like yeah, like Adam would get like make these decisions that would just piss them off. I'm just like Adam. <laughs> I'm like you're gonna make her angry saying these yeah. things. And sure enough, and here's the crazy part about life is strange is that like if you have the female mind or if you're a very caring person, um, <laughs> they research these characters so well that you can talk to them in the right way how a girl would ask mm-hmm. like or talk to another girl, and it actually works. Yeah. Uh, the biggest example I can give is when Kate Marsh, again, spoilers, when Kate Marsh is about to commit suicide mm-hmm. and you have to talk her down from the building mm-hmm. and I'm about to make these choices and Liz is like, no, you don't talk to her like that. You talk to her like this. And sure enough, if you talk to her in the way that Liz would talk to her, mm-hmm. she gets off the roof. Yeah, because I remember you were going to make almost the exact same decisions as PewDiePie did. And, and PewDiePie being... killed Kate. Yeah. So <laughs> you were making those decisions. I'm like, Adam, no, like you need to say this. I'm like, you need to say this. Because not only from someone with anxiety and depression, but as a female, I'm like, you need to be kind. You need to be patient. You yeah. can't just say get off the ledge dumbass like <laughs> well why not <laughs> like you can't say that to her you have to be like i love you i care about you you're fat like you have to remind her of these things and like adam yeah. wasn't understanding so he just did exactly what i told him and sure enough she lived yeah and that's the thing um uh, talking a little bit about why it touches me so much is that uh yeah the very first time i played life is strange was not playing it but i watched pewdiepie play it mm-hmm. uh, that's when he was still like gaming and stuff this is back in 2015 but i watched him play partially the first episode and i remember thinking like oh this is just lame game and i and i stopped within 15 or 20 minutes mm-hmm. like i was like oh it's just like a really shy quirky girl whatever it's meh yeah and then i i leave but then i'm just like you know what 
I'm going to finish the video. I'm just going to see what it's all about. Whoo! Like, as soon as he finishes the first episode, I was like, holy crap, that, like, that escalated mm -hmm. quickly. Like, like, the whole series just takes, like, a whole whirlwind. When all, like, you're just playing, like, a nice quirky girl who's into photography and she probably likes anime. I wouldn't be surprised if she liked anime. Um, I don't think so. I think she likes anime. I think Max Caulfield likes anime. No. Let the record be shown that Max Caulfield no. enjoys anime. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, you just like you're playing this like quirky girl in senior year of high school or freshman year of college. We have no, she's not college. It's definitely high school. It's definitely high school. Okay, but I think she's a senior. Yeah, she's she's eighteen, and it you're took just, us a while to figure that and out. And she's though. shy, but like where the first episode goes, yeah, it 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 just like i can't describe it with words it, it just gets so crazy and you're just so invested in the story where you're yeah you want to go next and the crazy part is that okay i was just about to say that every episode is better than the other episode two i i hate those freaking bottles like don't <laughs> <laughs> like i love how in episode five where you're going through almost like the dream sequence that nightmare yeah, that nightmare sequence where <laughs> she's like, oh, no, I have to gather bottles again. And to get one of the last photographs, you have yeah. to gather all the bottles. And she and she starts poking fun at episode two. Yeah. She's like, no more bottles. No more bottles. Uh, episode two was just, oh. Yeah, I, that was terrible. It took forever. I will say, yeah, uh, Life is Strange episode two wasn't my favorite because of the whole Chloe in the diner sequence. Like, like what's in yeah, my that, pockets? That was annoying. So... The pockets, the bottles. Um, what happened at the end of the episode two? I can't even remember. I don't know. But, uh, but then going into it, so after you get out of episode two, luckily the first episode really catches you. Mm -hmm. Episode two is meh. But then episode three, I want to say episode no episode, yeah episode three ends on this crazy like um like Chloe or, or Max saves Chloe's dad. But with the mm. price that huh, price, uh, but with uh, the price uh, that uh, her dad gifts her a truck in his alternate universe, and because her dad still lives, he gives her a truck. She goes out. She gets in a car accident and becomes a quadriplegic. Like she becomes totally disabled, and you have to live with the consequence where Matt or, or Chloe is a quadriplegic or. I might be saying that wrong, but still, she's totally disabled, and you have to live with that consequence in that alternate mm -hmm. universe, and you have to decide, oh, my goodness. Like, going through episode four is just a nightmare because then you have to make a decision. Chloe is just saying, hey, I'm costing my family a lot of money. It's just reliving. I can't. Um, uh, I'm costing my parents a lot of money. Uh, I, I can't live through this. I'm slowly dying. Just pull the plug on me. And you have to decide. Not pull the plug. Overdose. Oh, overdose. You're right. You're right. Right. Overdose her with um, Oxycontin? No. Metamorphine. Yeah. Uh, uh, morphine. With morphine. So you, you just bump her morphine up to 11, basically. And you just overdose her. And she just falls asleep, basically. Mm -hmm. And you have to decide whether or not... You want to, uh, like, off your best friend. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, oh, my God. And then at the end where, like, you're trying to reverse everything and you basically kill Chloe's dad in All the past. All over again. It's just, like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Um, 
thank you. Thanks. Now I need dips. That's going to be a big thing to edit. <laughs> so I'm just reliving. So I'm just reliving this universe. And it's just like, it, it takes you so much through an emotional roller coaster, all five I episodes. I'm so excited for the new one. And then we have Before the Storm. It was a decent game. It just. Yeah. It, oh. I mean, it was it was a good game, and I enjoyed playing it. Yeah. I more of was just angry at the bonus episode. Yeah. So that was so unnecessary <laughs> and pain. That was unnecessarily painful. Like we did not need that. I did not need that in my life, and yeah, it just a, made me sad. With a max tape recorder. Yes, and it made me angry at Chloe for being angry with Max. Like. Because that wasn't everyone, her choice. To everyone leave. acts like this is Max's fault yeah. for leaving. It's not. Max was like 13 years old. She yeah. does not get a choice on what day they leave or anything. She doesn't get a choice if they leave or when they leave. Yeah. She's lucky that they stayed for the funeral. But. Because they were supposed to leave the day after. Mm hmm. I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's, it gets me so fired up that people get so mad at Max. Like, it's her fault they left that day. It's all like, yeah, I, I think the farewell episode was probably the best out of the sort. It was a three episode run. And mm -hmm. then you had this bonus episode. Now, keep in mind, this was made by Dice Studio or not Dice. Oh, my goodness. Um, by Deck Nine. Yeah. Not by Dice. Uh, by Deck Nine. So it was their first narrative game. Uh, and it wasn't even done by the same team. Like, I don't think it was yeah. done by Michael Coe. Um, and they did, and they did their best. They, they could. did a good job. They it's, did a decent. It just wasn't what I wanted. I yeah. wanted to continue the series. It wasn't as big of an emotional roller coaster. It was still emotional at times. Yes, they did get their twists very good. Yeah, like when he found out. Spoilers. When you find out Rachel's mom isn't really her mom, and her mom yeah. is actually like an adulteress with her dad, but it's not really an adulteress because it's actually her mom. Yeah. It's very confusing. I still think that was one passionate goodbye kiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's like, oh, it was just a goodbye kiss. Oh, it was like, just a goodbye. Dude, you, you were making out with this You, woman. like, groped her in. Yeah. Like, they, that was a passionate goodbye kiss, even for a high school sweetheart. Y'all been married for seven or 16, 17 years. Yeah. It's, it's a passionate goodbye kiss for a married man. It is. But and then moving on to Captain Spirit very quickly, and I don't think we need to touch base on this because we have a whole podcast on it, uh, episode three, uh, Captain Spirit and why lore matters. So go check it out. Um, but it, it it is a good game. It's a good free game that's two hours long. Mm -hmm. and it, it's so researched well that it connected with me because that was exactly the relationship me and my dad had. Yeah, where he was just a. He was a good guy. He was a good father. He was just an alcoholic. And like sometimes he just slipped. Yeah, he slipped because he was drinking too much. Yeah. You know, it, it was like me and my dad to a T. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you were you got very emotional. Not very emotional, but you got very connected with the story because of how on point they had it. So much so that I was actually very upset that uh, Life is Strange 2 isn't about um, yeah. Captain Spirit. Where I was a little happier because I did not connect with him at I all. I will smack you with the pan. Got you. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the reason why these Life is Strange series are just so important 
is because like with these emotional roller coasters, whether or not these things are realistic, these are like real people, mm-hmm. you know, like like real life situations that are researched well and they touch on real social issues yeah. that are almost undermined, like it's under the rug. Much like Kate Marsh, you know, comes up yeah. from a religious family. She's religious herself. But when something goes wrong, I'm, spoiler alert, why, why am I saying something goes wrong? When they took a video of her when she was roofied, basically. Yeah. They didn't really say what she was drugged with, but she was roofied, basically. Yeah, for pretty much. Yeah. And they caught her, like, drunkenly uh, making out with uh, with a guy. Her family sees the video, her religious family. And yeah. they pretty much disown her, except for her dad. Her dad is very proud of her, but she gets all these things like not for it. making out with the guy, for continuing with life and still sticking to it. You made it sound like he was proud of her for making out oh, drunkenly. Yeah. yeah, hey girl. I don't think it was making out. I think she was dancing. No, no, no. It was making out with oh. Mackie on on uh, Nathan. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like a video of her dancing. It was her dancing and then making out with a kid. Okay. But anyway, but her dad was like, hey, keep going strong. Like, I'm so we, proud of you for keeping your head up. Yeah. But her family is like, God is judging you. We yeah. judge you like pretty much disowning her. And the social issue that's so ignored when uh, these young girls like grow up in religious families, they slip up in life and their family disowns them. Yeah. You know, like they become what Kate Marsh almost became. Like, she she became suicidal. Mm-hmm. You thinking know? that no one loved her anymore because she made a mistake mm-hmm. and in that type of relationship i think it gets dangerous because not only does she think that her family thinks that way of her that yeah if her family thinks that way of her she assumes that that's how god feels about her yeah she thinks oh well my family doesn't love me my family's disappointed i mean god must hate me too like no yeah. one loves me not even god loves me anymore and so she jumps in i i feel like this is a social issue that needs mm-hmm. not to be ignored like not just anxiety, but anxiety amongst religious girls, you know, religious yeah. boys too. But like, it doesn't just say like a blanket, like a blanket conversation, like depression. But yeah. it's a specific situation, mm-hmm. a specific reason why she went down this path. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it goes into uh, drug problems. It goes into, uh, it, it goes into, uh, uh sexting. You know, mm-hmm. it, it goes into pregnancies. Yeah. You know, uh, where we find a pregnancy test in one of our friends' yeah. rooms and she gets scared. And, you know, it, it goes into all these real situations, real social issues. Yeah. Fatherlessness, uh, stepfathers, how they enter the home. And yeah. uh, it throws out the balance of the family, you know. Yeah. Much like Captain Spirit, he's not just an alcoholic monster, but he's a loving father. But he and just, a widower. And a widower. And he still slips up. And that goes into point number two, that these things are researched so well that they make an authentic representation, Mm -hmm. that these things aren't just a blanket conversation. Like, like, like I've been saying about um, Chris's father, Charles, you know, Charles isn't just this like, get over here, son, and just beats him with a bat. But he has a heart. Yeah. He Mm. loves his son. He wants what's best for his son. He wants his son to be a happy, healthy kid. Yeah. But like. It's just researched so well that it's authentic and real. Like, yeah. they don't just the, the team over at Don't Not don't just make a game. Like, don't they don't just make a character with a blanket situation. Yeah, they research every meticulous detail. Not only that, but they put it in a country that they're not from. Yeah, and they do pretty well at at 
the American life. Exactly. It, it's just like it it connects with you because it's authentic and they make sure that you're oh, okay hi oh no floki has joined the crew but it makes sure is it, it the, oh <laughs> it's not my lips okay continue it makes sure that everybody who plays this game gets an authentic feel for everybody in this game um the other part is that i i feel like these games like Life is Strange, going into Life is Strange 2, mm-hmm. they create conversation like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings awareness to to these social issues. Yeah. You know, again, we understand that there's many other games that oh, do yeah. the same thing. But Life is Strange just connects with you so yeah. well. You know, it makes you really feel for your story because a lot of time when I'm playing games, I'm just like, oh, it's just a video game. If he dies, it's not like it's a real person dying. Yeah. Whereas in this game, I actually care. Like, I really, I, I want to save these people. I want to do this. I want to make that difference in the story. Yeah. It's, it's so much. Like, it's just, oh, man. It, it's just, it makes you care so much, like you said. Mm-hmm. But, like, it brings awareness to, like, what these types of mm-hmm. people are. And because I'm connecting, and because I'm connecting with, these people you know with the ones that i know are true mm-hmm. it makes me feel like everybody who's in here is so authentically made out to be true that when i do this i'm creating conversation for myself about mm-hmm. like other teenage problems other teenage social yeah. issues that i'm not aware of yeah. you know uh much like victoria chase you know she yeah. she has a deeper story than just like the the classroom yeah. bully that girl's got a lot of mental issues she's got anxiety mm-hmm She's a perfectionist, which doesn't sound like it's a mental disorder, but it is. Because of her parents. Yeah. You know? Like, her her parents are, like, they own a gallery. Yeah. She knows what it's like to be in the game. and Like, she has to be selfish. They expect nothing but perfection from their daughter. Yeah. Especially when it comes to art. It's just wild that, like, they put so much thought behind these games, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And I, I think the most important part about all of this, between these real people in real situations uh the the research that's behind this that they make everybody so accessible and so relatable and so uh they they put so much passion behind these characters uh and not only does it create a conversation and awareness Mm -hmm. but it's so highly accessible yeah that you don't have to be a pro gamer this is why you got into video games to start with, mm-hmm. because you don't have to be like this pro gamer. To yeah, I was like, oh, there's a game that I don't have to be good at games to play. And it creates your conversation. Mm-hmm. In fact, episode one is free. Yeah. Episode one is free. And the other part is that like it's always on sale. Like the very first season of Life is Strange, it's always on sale for like $4. Yeah. All five episodes. It's accessible with price. It's accessible with gameplay. It's it's accessible because it relates to you. Mm-hmm. You get to understand people. It's games like these, not just the Life is Strange series, but most importantly, Life is Strange. Yeah. They're so important in the gaming industry where we're always like in war games or uh, RPGs. And these games are fine. Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Um, these games are fine, but we also need games like Life is Strange mm-hmm. where they create these opportunities that they go into gamers lives lives yeah. and say hey we know you're struggling yeah and 
there's others out there that are struggling just like you. Yeah. Like, go help them. And I think it also it also helps you people like or at least helps gamers talk about these issues and be able to talk to someone about them. So, mm-hmm. cause like imagine being a gamer and you're playing this game and you never talk to anyone with anxiety or depression. And now you have a little bit of what you can talk to them about. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you have a little, I, I, I don't know if you could go up to somebody with depression. Like I know what you're going through. No, I played life is strange. No, but you, <laughs> but you, you have an have understanding a conversation with them or at least you have an understanding of what they're going through. So when they, if they ever come to you saying like, I'm going through something really bad right now, like oh, like you know to be compassionate and not to push them off, yeah. not to be like oh you're just overreacting. They can you can just be like, you know what I'm really sorry you're going through that. If you need yeah. anything, let me know. Like instead of just brushing them off, you know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. Or oh, oh well, but um, stop recording. I think it stopped recording. The the camera, not the not the audio. That's so weird. Yeah, but uh, and, and you get to know people like Chloe Price and Before the Storm. Where she puts off this tough person attitude is because she doesn't mm-hmm. trust anybody and she wants to push people away, mm-hmm. you know. And you get to know people like uh, Rachel, where she has perfectionist parents, but she wants to be free from that. You know, yeah. you get to know these kinds of people and not not become an expert, but I think you just start to understand as you play these games that yeah. once you understand their deeper story, you. I hope you end up actually playing these games. I hope you end up understanding, like, just like these characters have a deeper story, like, they, they have mm-hmm. a further background. You end up saying, like, hey, this person in, in my life annoys me, but much like Life is Strange has a deeper story, these kids have a deeper yeah. story. Yeah. You know, they have a deeper background. Exactly. They're not just one-off people. Yeah. You know? People are people, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, the Life is Strange series is just so immensely important to this industry because it, it just makes people people yeah. again yeah. like it, it creates compassion again mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um what are we at we're at the 54 minute mark yeah but um just talking a little bit about life is strange too you know uh we already made an episode about um our our theories of episode yeah. two or season two i mean uh episode 11 i believe uh go check it out on our anchor page or on apple Podcasts or on youtube anyways <laughs> so uh I, i'm really excited for life is strange too mm-hmm. just to see what more social issues they have to offer you know and, and how realistic it's going to be yeah you know uh like i said i think part of what they're going to talk about is racial divisions, you know, because yeah. that that's just revving up nowadays that yeah. um, it, it's all about how uh, the, the oppression of, of different races. And I, and I think that's going to be playing a huge part, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as they're traveling down to Mexico. And I'm, I'm sure once they get down to the border, yeah, like that's going to be really crazy. Um, I, I, I think that um, like how, how to raise your brother, and mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Just like you uh, connected with female best friends, now they're going with the guys. Like, how you deal with a younger brother. I think know? it'll still affect, in a way, of siblings. Mm-hmm. Oh, siblings, Like, even yeah. though it's boys, it's still an older, younger relationship. And as a middle child, I can connect with both the older brother and the younger brother. Yeah. So I think that'll... And I think they're actually going to be reaching more people with this because it's before, like you said, it's really it was just reaching 
female best friends. Yeah. Where with this, it's reaching boys, mm-hmm. bo- like brothers, yeah. but it's also reaching siblings as a whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. like family or you said, you know? Yeah, because... I mean, I think it'll reach you in a boy way, but I think there are still going to be conversations mm-hmm. that you struggle with because you're an only child. Where, because yeah. even in the trailer or something, you were saying something. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, he wouldn't do that. I'm like, it's his little brother. Yeah, I'm an only child, so I have no idea. I think it was when, if anyone watched the trailer, um, spoilers, I guess. Um, yeah. He has a choice of either defending his little brother or questioning his little brother. Yeah. And I said I would defend him. I'm like, that's his little brother. You can tell he cares about him. Yeah. Like, and you were like, no, I'm going to yell at him. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, no, I'm like, he's your little brother. And even though he's your annoying little brother, you defend that kid. Because my older sister didn't we didn't have the best relationship but she took care of me like she would i grew up in we grew up in philly going to public school Mm -hmm. when we would walk through the school like through the basketball court to get to the schoolyard there'd be all these eighth graders like standing there cursing yeah and here's my fifth grade sister covering my ears and walking me through and i'm like jess what are you doing she's like don't worry about it she just covered my ears like even though she was annoyed with me all the time Mm -hmm. she was protecting me and she wanted to take care of me so I think you're going to struggle a little with that, but you'll connect with it on the male level. But that's the thing. It's just going to be, I cannot wait, not for just the gameplay, but just this, this story and like what, what social issues we, we have to offer and how real it's going to feel, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just like now I know it's not going to be exactly like the first life is strange. Like that's a lot to ask for, but I think it's going to have that same emotional level Mm -hmm. just in a different way. I, I think the last thing I'll say about the Life Strange series is that, like, these are just games. Not just games, but it's a game that wants to touch the player's heart. Yeah. But without sacrificing gameplay, exploration, and story, Mm -hmm. just, like, like how does the story make sense? Like, they they have that balance between touching your heart but at the same time not sacrificing the gameplay, and Mm -hmm. it's still interactive, and you still have places to explore. You can easily play this game for 200 hours like if you really wanted to uh and it doesn't sacrifice how much the story makes sense cringy dialogue yes (laughs) but the story makes sense and i and i live for that cringy dialogue it's hella good (laughs) uh so i think that can wrap up this week's episode yeah uh what are we at yeah so just a reminder that next week, episode 16 of the Games and Groceries podcast, um, we are going to be talking about our thoughts on Life is Strange Season 2, Episode yes. 1. Like, not the whole season. That would be awesome, though. Maybe one day. Yeah. We'll be big enough that we'll get advanced copies. That'd be awesome. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about... What we thought about it, we'll play it multiple times. In fact, I was thinking about recording it on Saturday, but I feel like in the weekend we'll have more time. We'll see. We'll we'll see what we decide. We might not be able to wait until Saturday or or until Monday, (laughs) but we'll play it on Thursday, Friday, possibly Saturday again, Sunday, um, and come back Monday. And just we're going to just talk about what issues come up. So that's episode 16. That's going to be next week. Um, just to plug our social media accounts, uh, follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. I'm always on there interacting with other podcasters and just throwing up gaming news, mm-hmm. um, throwing up what episodes you should listen to. 
Uh, follow us on Instagram. Search for Games and Groceries. Uh, all one word. Uh, we post behind the scenes. Uh, I post memes there. Uh, we just posted a skate video where yeah. I nailed a trick. You know. No, you didn't. <laughs> Dang it. Um, but yeah, follow us there. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Games and Groceries Podcast. Uh, we post uh, our video podcast, mm-hmm. and you can see Liz's artwork. This week, she drew a doe from the Life is Strange. So yeah, if you want to see. And what I'm thinking of doing is not only post it, it'll probably be at the end of this podcast on the video. Yeah. Um, because our camera turns off at like the 50 minute mark for some reason. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. So I usually plug in like a quick clip of the lead up to me doing the art, but maybe we'll start posting a whole separate video of it as well. Yeah. So that if people listen to the podcast, but still want to see how the artwork is done. Yeah. Um, you can just watch the artwork. So look for that. Mm -hmm. Um, now the video does not show me doing the snow dough because it ran out of battery. But you can right. see everything that's underneath the snow dough because I went with an original concept that turned out scary. So Yeah. Anyway, that's all we have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, please follow us on at on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, on Instagram Games and Groceries, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. What are you listening to right now? We, we thank you for listening to this episode and all of our other episodes. Of course. Yes. But we thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will see you next week with our thoughts on Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 1. Woohoo! Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week.